Let's face it, hiring help is not easy these days. Let Zentegger Staffing help you find the right person for the right job. Head over to Zentegra.com forward slash Zentegra Staffing to find out more and let us staff your people needs. Welcome to another Citrix Session with your host, Andy Whiteside and Bill Sutton, your source for all things Citrix. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 29 of the Citrix Session. I'm your host, Andy Whiteside, and I've got the Bill Sutton, Director of Services at Zintegra with us. Bill, how's it going? It's going great, Andy. How about yourself? It's going well. This one's a little <laughs> unique, right? We got uh, we got Chen, Chen on, and uh, Chen is a product manager on the WEM, W-E-M, uh, Workspace Environment Manager. Uh, I got on somebody earlier today about using acronyms all the time, so we're going to use the use the whole word at least once, and then we'll go back to calling it WEM. Uh, and Chen is with us from China, and he's exactly 12 hours difference, so uh, if I've got a little echo here, it's because I'm sitting in my bar area of my house uh, having a drink. And uh, we're doing a podcast, 8 o'clock at night on a Monday night. And Chen is having probably breakfast, I guess, right? Yeah. So yeah, Chen, thank you. you thank you. You want to give us your, uh, your whole name and maybe your, uh, you know, your, your story and, and what you do at Citrix? Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. So uh, my name is Chen Zhang, which is uh, from China. So my name is Chinese name, so uh, a little bit hard for, for to say it in uh, English, right? And uh, I'm uh, working with Citrix in uh, about seventh year in Citrix. And uh, before that, I will I was a uh, product uh, engineer in a in a lot in a different country, a different um, company. Now I'm doing the product manager work in Citrix. When I was working in Citrix, I was working for Zen Server, uh, Workspace Hub. Uh, now it is VM and also uh, ITSM adapter as a product manager. So my now my focus is about VM service and also ITM send adapter service, uh, which is uh, my current focus. Yeah, I came in uh, from getting some ice for my drink, and I heard you and Bill talking. I think I heard some raspberry pie talk going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill, did yeah, you he, uh, he, did you ever get that thing going? Yeah, I, I did get it going. I, I actually pulled it out. It's it's in the box right now because I haven't used it in a while. But I pulled it out and showed it to Chen. And said, "Is this what you worked on?" It's one of those uh, uh, hubs. Yeah, yeah workspace hub. Yeah, workspace hub. Yeah. I, I bet we could have a whole uh, a whole podcast on your background with Zen Server. Uh, Bill and I are both big Zen Server fans for the right use case, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know the workspace hub story. That's. It's certainly uh, entertaining to look and play with those things for sure. Uh, real world use cases, um, I guess maybe still to be determined, but I'm sure there are some people using them somewhere. So yep. Chen, um, your uh, podcast, let me see the blog that we're reviewing here, it's called uh, Improve Employee Experience with Citrix WIM, Workspace Environment Manager, External Task. Um, yeah. Do you want to kick us off here and tell us what you're covering in the very beginning of this uh, in the intro? Yes, yes, sure. So uh, writing this blog is actually uh, telling the customer about why we are developing this feature for our customer, why we have this feature, uh, you know, newly uh, enhanced. As we have external tasks for a very uh, long time, 
we are not very long time, last uh, release, we are developing the external task support because uh, we are for WAM, it is a client and server infrastructure product, right? So it can help the customer do a lot of work. But the 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 uh, the goal of WAM is actually enhance the workplace experience of the customer. So uh, every uh, you know new feature developing, every effort we are going on is actually helping the customer, helps the IT administrator trader to easily and smoothly uh, control the environment and help the customer to configure the environment. So uh, we, we have customers talking to us about, you know, can you help to, uh, you know, configure the uh, remote PC or kinds of remote desktops to uh, do some configuration work. So based on the requirement for, from the customer, we are uh, providing this new feature of uh, external task. And uh, because we, we are meeting a lot of customer issues when, uh, when we have a, sorry, not customer issue, but customer request when we are, uh, go deep in the customer user case, we are doing the, you know, log off support for external tasks. So I can share a little bit more about why we have external tasks. So we, we have a customer went to us. I, I can't share the name, but I can see uh, it's not one. It is kind of a couple of customers went to us to say, because they are using the, you know, uh, remote uh, you know, desktops, maybe some PCs in the office, but they are in the remote or working place. They want to have the PC being remotely managed, like, you know, power on, uh, remote, remote, uh, wake up online, track C, right? So um, the requirement from the administrator is actually, can we have, have some tool to have the device being configured with wake up online? And, uh, you know, can we have another tool, like, you know, uh, to wake up the device, uh, you know, up, when we are not in the office. So when we have this requirement, we are actually thinking that WMAC can help we can actually help on this user scenario, right? With external tasks, we can help the customer to uh, enable wake up online with the script defined by customer. So we are thinking we can build, build up a channel for the customer to actually configure the uh, device for the left 20% of the uh, you know, uh, requirements, which is not covered by 80% of the WAM, WAM uh, configuration sets. So that is why about external task. So when I have Bill, a, yeah, yeah, please. So, so Bill, real, so real quick question for Bill. So Bill, is this similar to what Res used to have with the automation manager and, and, and a server that would go out and do things for you um, on schedule task or under certain contexts? I think so, but we'll have to get a little bit deeper in it really to know, but uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, Andy. So so maybe taking a step back, the idea here is that the WIM server, right? We still, we have a server in the world of WIM, um, Citrix WIM, uh, and that server now has um, task capabilities that it can reach out to um, wherever the VDA is installed and, um, and spawn things to happen. Um, uh, systematically, is that that's a fair way to explain uh, external tasks, right? Yes, actually, uh, beside what, what you mentioned about VDA, we actually need as the uh, agent, the WAM agent, being installed in the VDA, so WAM server can actually deploy, uh, you know, auto script to the agent and running the uh, automation work. Yeah. Hey, Bill, you know, I'm sitting here having this drink and doing this at 8 o'clock in kind of my little bar area and relaxing. And this, might, this isn't a bad idea. This works pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. I just need a drink, too. That's all. Uh, you, you didn't come prepared. 
No, I didn't. But you have to send one of your kids down and get one. Okay. All right. So, um, so Jen, um, what specifically in this blog are we highlighting about the external task capabilities that's, uh, you know, new enough or important enough to warrant a, a blog to be written about it? Yeah. Uh, um, the highlight of this blog is actually the support of, uh, you know, running external tasks in, uh, when user log off or reconnect to the session. So uh, originally what we have is for external tasks is, is that you can uh, run an external task when you log in or you can uh, run an external task when you um, actually reboot your web service, reboot your web agent, right? So that is the occasion uh, external tasks get, get executed. But uh, that was not enough because we, when we have a meeting with a customer, um, they were having an issue because um, when they open the file of, uh, like, for example, like uh, for open the image, uh, the original binding for the image is a Photoshop, but now he don't have the uh, access to Photoshop. So the thing when he click on the image is the, the error happen is that the file cannot open because uh, Photoshop was uninstalled or remove access from the administrator, right? Mm. So uh, that is the case we are saying from the customer. So we, we, we suggest that we maybe external tasks can help you to resolve the problem. When you, the, when you can have the uh, auto script to rebind your file type association in the system to resolve this issue. But the concern from the customer is that for the, the, the change of the file type uh, app, the app assignment will be, uh, you know, time to time. You can't really sure when you change the uh, um, the the, the, uh, the application assignment. So the best case is that for customer who log off the session or for customer reconnect the session, we do the file type association rebinding. The problem will be resolved. Okay. So that is the reason why we are thinking this is important. Uh, we will need to provide this feature to the to our customer, and also, uh, you know, uh, the second issue I will see from the customer is that one of the customers they were using uh, Azure Cloud, they were using a uh, VM in the Amazon, so every running time of the PC costs money, right? So uh, if the PC cannot be shut down smoothly, if the PC cannot be logged off smoothly, it will cause two problems. The first problem is that they will still you know, cost you money because they're running. The second issue is that when you log off and you're trying to log in again, you just can't log in because the VM was just stuck in, uh, you know, in, in log off status. So the normal, uh, you know, operation for the IDS main trader is actually they will uh, trying to assign a new VM to the to a user, or they are trying to do some some tricky, you know, uh, workaround way to help the customer resolve the issue but it's actually not the right way to resolve the problems, right? So what we are trying to do is actually, you know, with the external task, you can't resolve the problem because the PC cannot be logged in. You cannot using the logon script help you to, to resolve the issue, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing we are trying to help on is to have the script being running after you, just after user log on. So we are doing the cleanup work we are doing the, you know, uh, kill some process maybe to help the customer to, um, you know, accelerate the uh, log off uh, process. So um, because the environment of the user was different, you know, different user, different use, different set of the application, we can't decide, you know, a common uh, log off acceleration for all of user. 
So we are trying to provide this way to help all of the customers. So with this announcement, I think a lot of customer issues get mitigated. And also, um, when you're using Azure Cloud, you are, you are saving money because you are not wasting your time uh, running a lot of uh, you know um, uh, stacking VMs. So Chen, what are the actions that that invoke the tasks to happen? Are there a limited number of actions, or is it kind of unlimited? Um, uh, there are there are kinds of uh, conditions or uh, you know um, uh, uh, roles we are setting for external tasks. There are two type of uh, you know things. The first type is about the running uh, time. The second time is the scheduling. Uh, for the running time, we can set the uh, external tasks like you know uh, um, you know after user log off or reconnect with Traxy. For the uh, running schedule, you can actually set the VM running like you know run once. Running, running every time, or you can set external tasks like you know uh, you, you want the external task to be running uh, hidden, you know, at the background, or you can have the external task running in the in the front end. Hey, Bill, thoughts, questions? Well, I was going to ask it at first, but I think I know the answer. Uh, uh, Chen, how does this differ from a GPO startup script or shutdown script? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for GPO, it's kind of, uh, you know, you will need to define the GPO like a role and deploy it to your uh, user group, right? But the GPO right. thing is kind of, uh, you, you only have the limited, you, you only have the, you know, the GPOs provided by Microsoft. It's kind of a limited set. It is not right. a, uh, for, for, for scripts, you can actually define which, you know, process or which application you want running your, uh, you know, script. We are not limited to using the CMD, the uh, PowerShell script, Etraxy. Any application you can define. Uh, any applica- any you know uh, application uh, you install in the customer environment, you can set the path in external tasks. And with arguments, with uh, you know uh, you know commands you are setting in the in the in the external task, you can actually running any task in the client devices. Okay. So, Jen, I think we've kind of covered it, right? I mean, it's um, it's the evolution of WIM. Uh, is there any yeah. um, are there any WIM secrets that you want to tell us about? Things you guys are working on? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. So, uh, be- beside the external task, we're running. Uh, you know, we'll help the customer to resolve the twenty percent of the you know uh, work. And uh, for WIM, actually, we are focused on uh, three parts. The first part is about the optimization. A lot of people know WIM as an optimization tool. And also, we are doing the UPM, the profile management. And now, our focus is actually to help the customer more securely using the workspace. So uh, as we know, uh, WIM has the chaos mode Supporting to help the customer to have the PC like into the lock lockdown mode, right? In the near future, I mean, um, it will be delivered very soon. We are developing a feature like uh, user elevation control, which I will um, which I will cover in a, I think maybe three or four months later. Um, the user elevation control is kind of thing another you know uh, piece we uh, VM is trying to uh, cover to help the customer more securely using uh, workspace. It is a um, a tool to uh, to to help the customer to you know protect more t- protection in the user base access control. Um, I cannot I cannot show too much about this feature, but no. uh, it will be uh, ready in VM very soon. 
So Chen, um, Bill and I are both um, fairly aware of and, and use to some degree the AppSense product. It sounds like you guys are trying to you know, go down the road of some of the stuff they've done with AppSense with like user elevation um, situations. I think some of them are a common uh, components for, uh, you know, tools like when. So we are, uh, as we collecting more and more, uh, you know, customer requests, you know, uh, provide this kind of feature. We, are, we do think this feature was important for customer. So some of them was, uh, you know, building into our roadmap. And uh, we are also trying to do, uh, you know, feature difference in a, you know, uh, providing more value adds for customer to make sure that if you, they are using uh, AppSense, if they're using uh, other solution, they can still using other solution. But uh, using RAM, you can get more value. You know, we're betting together. That is a strategy. Yeah. All right, Bill. Um, you got Chin on the line. Just a few more minutes here. Any uh, specific WIM-related topics you want to ask him about? I was just going to ask a couple of real quick ones. Is there a specific version of WIM that comes with the ability to to spawn these external tasks? Yes, the latest version, which I which released on the cloud, um, was supporting this feature, and also okay. the latest uh, 2003. I think that is the version name of WIM, latest version, which supported the external tasks running in uh, reconnect or log off. Okay, great. And you said it does run on it. I'm looking at it right here. It does say it runs on reconnect and on a log off. That, yes, that's yes. correct. Yes, okay. you can show you can choose log off or you can choose reconnect. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Well, Chen, I appreciate you taking your uh, early morning time to join us. And uh, when you guys get the app elevation or the uh, user elevation, we would we would love to talk to you about that. And uh, I'll tell you what, if you if you just want to ping us whenever you have a blog that you write and call it to our attention, we'd be happy to have you back on. Sure. Sure. Thank you. All right. Well, I guess with that. So, Bill, what's uh, what's the latest in your world? What's what? Where can we find you next? Where can you find me next? Yeah, what do you have going on? Oh, you know, same old thing, dealing with projects, um, you know, handling a lot of WVD these days, so, and Citrix. Well, that's <laughs> a good, good topic. We should probably uh, yeah. have another kind of an update on WVD, and, and more importantly, multi-session Windows 10 uh, as it relates to Multi-session Windows 10, yep. Uh, I am I am still struggling with the amount of people that don't know the difference between WED and multi-session Windows 10 and, and how important multi-session Windows 10 is to the Citrix guy. I, if I was a Citrix admin these days and I had that in one of my um, in my tool belt, I would be a happy guy. That's something we waited for for a long time. Yeah, I had a kickoff call this morning for a university that is looking to, to deploy Windows 10 uh, multi-session edition, um, what we used to call EVD. Uh, with Citrix Cloud. So, you know, they're getting the best of both worlds. So, you know, I talked to uh, Pete Downing, our CTO, about that the other day, and, and he mentioned, I, I asked if you could run multi-session Windows 10 on-prem, on and he made some reference, and I got to follow up with him about the idea of doing that with uh, Azure Stack and using Azure Stack on-prem and uh, Windows 10 multi-session, uh, having that right to do so. Uh, have you talked to, talked about that at all, thought about that at all? I, I, I have not. I wouldn't be surprised if that's available, but Azure Stack's a whole nother conversation. Getting to the point where you have an Azure Stack in place is a whole nother conversation uh, before you start layering in Windows 10 multi-session. But it would be interesting to see if they uh, allow that today. I will. If they don't, I think they will. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said they do, and I just haven't really thought about that much. But if I'm you know running yeah. local and I want uh, you know Windows 10 multi-session, aka Windows 10 terminal server, uh, it would be it would be nice to have the ability to do it on prem. Yes. All right, guys. Well, with that, let's wrap it up. I appreciate you guys uh, joining me at an odd hour, and uh, maybe we'll do it again down the road. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. Jen. Thanks, Andy. Thanks to you. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good. Uh, have a good. Have a good evening, Bill. Have a good. Uh, good day, Chin. Sure. Thanks. You do. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Citrix Session with your hosts, Andy Whiteside and Bill Sutton. A special thanks to our guests, podcast produced by Pete Downing. Head over to Zentegra.com forward slash podcast to listen to all podcasts in this series.